Thank you for downloading this Freedom Fellowship Midweek Podcast, where we share real stories about your journeys about faith in Jesus Christ and what He is doing in our lives. In this episode, we will talk with Nate Middleton about spiritual intimacy with the Lord and how our vulnerability leads to a deeper love for Him. Well, we are here with Mr. Nate Middleton, and Nate, we are talking today about vulnerability and intimacy with the Lord. So I know very, very broad topic, but what does that look like to you? Oh, man. It's scary. It can be somewhat dark. Um, But man, you really want to be, you really want to feel his presence and be in a room with him like that. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, I know in some of my situations, getting to that place, you you have to sometimes face some um, face some some demons, face some things to to get there. And so sometimes I think we're more scared of having to go down that path to actually get to the intimacy and vulnerability, or the intimacy part, because we have to be vulnerable to get there. Um, I don't think you can have intimacy without being vulnerable because you're opening yourself up, which means you could potentially get hurt um, or potentially things don't go like you want them to go because God's not going to hurt us. Um, but things may, we may feel like he does because things don't go how we planned or how we think they should go or, you know, he should open this door for me. You know, this relationship should work out. Because um, we're just convinced that it should, you know, and so to actually walk down that path is actually the tough part. Once you get to the intimacy, it's such a beautiful, the words can't describe just how beautiful it is to be in his presence and being held by him. Well, there's really not much talking. You just literally feel his presence. It's a very beautiful, beautiful thing. So let, let's let's come back to the okay. intimacy part. Let's look at that as kind of the the destination. But yep. let's let's back up and kind of talk about the journey about vulnerability. Um, I my thought is vulnerability looks one way in an earthly mm-hmm. sense, but then also differently in a in a spiritual mm-hmm. way. Um, can you talk about kind of the, the difference between those two and um, kind of what that looks like in, in your life? Yeah, let me see if I can differentiate it. Um, I don't know, it's hard. For me, that's kind of hard. It, it's it's both. And he made us a certain way. He made us not just in his image, but like he, he wired us. Um for a while I wanted to change that and I thought that okay show me how to do things your way kind of meant rewiring some things but that's not it he laid his hand on me and made me so now my prayer has shifted to and trying to grow in this is how am I the best version of like show me how to be me and what How you, you have yes. wired and created me. You have wired and created me this way. I feel, and I feel hard. 
how do I use that for your glory? How do I let myself be used by you to go to? Because, man, I, I, for a while, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to feel this stuff. I don't want to feel this hard. <laughs> you know, like, how do people not? And I don't think that's the case for me. You know, and, or, you know, Dusty asked me one time, and he goes, Nate, what if that's your blessing and your curse? What if your blessing and your curse is that you will always feel and you will feel hard? I won't say on here what my response to him was. Um, let's just say that I was like, well, that's not good. <laughs> um, but I said, okay, if that's the case, then okay, like let's dive into it. So still doing that. I mean, it's been about six months or more. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like vulnerability in that, I just I have a hard time separating it. And I get your question, and it makes sense. So let me let me kind of give you a little bit of insight into kind of okay. my brain how I how I yeah. see the difference is in <clears throat> vulnerability in the world in in an earthly sense with human relations and uh, you know that kind of thing. There is, it's a, a mindset that we get to that, uh-huh. you know, if, if this person does me wrong, let's say in a, in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. that if I'm wronged by that person, then the my, next, my, my guard goes up a right. little bit or, you know, that wall starts mm-hmm. to kind of build a little bit. So there is, you, we're always carrying around right. that kind of mentality and we want to trust. That's yeah. kind of a, our human nature. But so in the spiritual sense, I see it as from a believer's perspective is I trust you, Lord, my, my guard is going to be up, but the more I draw closer to him, that guard comes down as it relates to trust. Yeah. So, so to okay. me, there, there's, there's two yeah. different versions of that. I know that people are people. They are going to hurt you. <laughs> I love that saying. <laughs> intentionally or unintentionally, they're, right. they're, they're going to. We're, we're fallible human beings. But in a spiritual sense, we have that trust when it comes to the Lord that we can proceed right. without as much caution, that we can kind of almost blindly fall. Yes. So d- does that make sense? It does. And that's why it's hard for me because... I struggle so much with that and I have and I'd like to say I'm getting better but I'm not sure that I am maybe eventually but something I've been working through is and I I know that God is God and he gave me a son and he saved me I have trouble though and this is not as much trouble now but at the beginning of my separation and my, and my divorce, God, this was the person that you put in my life. And you allowed these things to happen. So my thought, this is why I have trouble with this, is if, if she did, I'm trying to be careful, if that happened, the person I trusted the most in my life and was best friends with that you provided for me and did and what happened is what happened if that happened because I trusted you with it God that for me it's hard to differentiate it I know that he's not going to let me down but if if the one person in my life 
was able to, if these things were able to happen, because I can see it, I can touch it, I can feel it. I can't see you, God. I can, but I can't. So if you, if this happened with this person, I know she's a person, but still, like I can see it. Mm-hmm. If it's all in front of my face, if that happened, then I don't trust you now, God. Mm-hmm. And that was hard to explain because I'm trying to be very careful. Right. How I. <laughs> Me and you have had that conversation before, I think, and I'm pretty blunt with it. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind being blunt. It's just not the time, I don't think, right now. Um, so for me to be able to take those two and separate the vulnerability, it's hard because for me it's... Intertwined. Intertwined. Yeah. But I think that's that's also what's so great about people is we're all different. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where you see it like that. And, you know, I look back, I don't think I've ever seen it like that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, maybe I did, but also if you'd asked me five years ago what vulnerability was, okay, you open up to somebody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, like there's a, it's a deeper, you know, thing with that. Um, where I struggle to be vulnerable with God because of what physically happened in my life. Because mm-hmm. I've learned a lot, you know, in... in he allowed some things to happen and take place. But it all happened so that his kingdom could be farther. I just struggle with remembering that because of how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Those pesky feelings. And that's a whole another that's yeah. another conversation, you know. Well, as it relates to vulnerability, the, the thing that has kind of helped me in the past is understanding that the way that we can get to spiritual vulnerability is to trust and to have faith in the Lord. And and the thing that I have to remind myself is Romans 12 talks about a a list of of gifts that some people have, other people don't, Mm -hmm. is there is a gift of faith listed in Romans chapter 12. For some people, if you've ever taken a, a spiritual gifts test, for some people, faith ranks up there thankfully 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 for me it's in my top three which i would have never mine's guessed, probably my bottom three though. but yeah uh mercy's low on mine so i don't care about your, your, <laughs> yeah, your response grace mercy of faith is probably way down for me <laughs> yeah but for some people trusting spiritually comes very easy to mm-hmm. them because that's how the lord has Uh, spiritually wired Mm -hmm. them how we were baptized by the holy spirit into the body of christ yes that is how that some of us are are wired you for example you were wired different from me like you said that that faith is maybe down at the bottom and so when it comes to that spiritual vulnerability it may be easier is it because i'm a better believer i know more about the bible no Mm -hmm. it's not that it is there is there are certain giftings that the right. Lord gives that He doles out that He empowers people with. That's the one thing that I have to to remind myself. Right. And so when we do talk about spiritual vulner, vulnerability, that it is going to come easier for some mm-hmm. than than others. You know, and I have to not just spiritually, but okay, I was hurt. Okay, I'm a dive head first type person I don't know how to just put a toe in the water and just you know I don't know how to do that um 
So as I was told, it brings great, you know, great risk, but potentially great reward <laughs> to be that way. Um, but it's, it's just tough. It's, um, you know, being vulnerable with the Lord is tough for me because I have to face some, some things or reface some things. Um, but as I'm in a different season of life right now, anything negative that happens, it's on me now. Um, it's a I look in the mirror and now it's on me because I'm in a different I'm a different part of my life now, uh, where previous years uh, the blame could be put in a certain area. Okay, well I feel this way because of this. I reacted that way because of this I'm depressed because of this okay well had that not happened I wouldn't have done this now it's no it's all on you on you dude and that's kind of been a struggle and I didn't realize it you know it was like no like anything now like it's there is nobody to blame but myself now it's a good place to be in because it means I've grown and I've matured Mm -hmm. but it just was like ooh it's also kind of tough when you can't blame it on something else. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's because I wrestle so much with God, which is not always a bad thing. It's worse. I've had a lot of growth. I've, you know, mentioned in the previous one, like I've had a lot of growth in in the wrestling. Um, and I think some of us were brought up that you don't question, you don't ask why, and you don't re- <laughs> If that couldn't be more, if I couldn't be further from the truth, mm-hmm. I have learned more about His grace and His mercy as I've wrestled with Him. You know, yes, He keeps winning and He's going to, you know, but some of us are stubborn and hard headed. But that's what's so amazing is the most vulnerable I've been has probably been when I've wrestled with Him. Because you kind of get in, you see it like in TV or movies, you're like, I think back to the Christmas uh, story movie where the, the raccoon-wearing hat guy, you know, he's the bully, but then Ralphie finally just had enough. He just pounded away. Of course, you know, it's funny because he was not using good language, but just he just let go in that moment and just went to town. But I was like, you know, like you kind of end up spilling out things that you hold in. You know, so as I've, like, sat there, I say sat there, I've, like, run from God, ran to him, wrestled with him, sat there with him like you find yourself when you're kind of getting combative you end up spilling the beans and everything starts flowing out yes he already knows those thoughts but Justin you know to actually say it and verbalize and talk to him like he intended for us to do there's just, that's just a whole nother, whole nother level and then I, and, and this is probably going to scare some people or make them upset or whatever you know but Justin I've sat in a place where I've had two fingers to the sky and bleep you I'm done and all he kept saying to me was tell me more and I could feel him physically pulling me closer and I'm pushing away and I'm like nope I'm done with you you have not fixed what I need you to fix my anxiety is still here I'm still depressed I don't I'm done tell me more Nathan tell me more so I'm telling him more and I'm still trying to push away and then I look up and I'm like you know like I'm like a child you know my face in his chest 
and I'm just then I'm just I've given up and that <laughs> you know I mean I, I'm not kidding like, I mean I like I'm mm-hmm. done with you I didn't get struck down and all he did was bring me in closer if that ain't vulnerability and intimacy then then I don't know but that was one of the, I just remember that happening and that hasn't been too long ago but argued with him and I yelled at him and I cussed him and I all that and he like a loving father said tell me more <laughs> I wasn't taught that as a as a kid as a teenager or as a young adult and that probably ups, that might upset some people there's some people that I do know that they would be like oh you can't do that mm-hmm. well guess what I did and guess what I got closer to him I have a relationship with the father that that he wanted, and now I yearn for it and I long for it. And that's what's so beautiful about vulnerability is it hurt like hell to have that conversation with him. And I just really just kind of wanted him just to turn his back on me. <laughs> I didn't want that, but you know, you know how it is when you get in those moments of just real authentic feelings. Um, and just to be pulled in closer and closer and closer and then just to be held, you can't beat that, man. So let, let's talk about that intimacy with the Lord. If if there's somebody who is watching or listening right now, they don't know what it means to be intimate okay. with the Lord, what would you say to them? It's not even a feeling. But it's something, if you haven't experienced, like, it's, it's one of the most amazing things you can experience. It's a uh, level of trust with the Father that you can't even experience in a relationship here on earth. Um, so I would say think about the person you're the closest to and that knows everything about you whether that's your spouse or a best friend, they know you inside and out, know every little dirty secret, know every little, the way that you, what makes you tick, the way you think, and it doesn't even touch what being intimate with the Father is. To be known, to be loved, to be held. If you've had that in a, in a, romantic physical relationship and a spouse on this earth okay it's here and you you imagine those feelings and what that feels like and how that makes you it makes you proud it makes you feel loved it makes you um you have pride in yourself and your relationship nothing can touch like it's not even close to what that experience is with the father and there are things that if I'm ever married again or, or you know in that in that, I don't say situation but in that man will will he not be at the forefront this this time you know like really and I'll know the difference now <laughs> you know but I've also seen the beauty of what can happen when in a relationship when and look you can be your best friend you know, when you're both, when, when the when the God is at the forefront and who you're both yearning and longing for, 
and then when you I've, I've always heard the triangle you know kind of you know the path you're going but when it's truly that way and you can experience intimacy with the father and with your spouse or your friend like there's just it's, it's hard to beat that when when god when yahweh is in the middle of it and you're in and you're all three together I, like that's what i long for you know in any relationship mm. you know when you can talk openly about the father um, about what what jesus has done for us and and you know they they know what you think how you feel um but god there are just no there are no words justin to what and i'm not real eloquent <laughs> i'm not jordan peterson that can describe things you know with but it's just this and it's not even a feeling it's a thing i don't want to say it's a feeling because it's not it's something that's so real and so out of body or can be you know that's just it's what we long for so once you experience it you still you experience it and you want it again and again and the thing is each time it's it is better okay it's not like i've never done drugs but you hear the same like you get that first high and then you never really get it again i have no idea don't know i just know in this deal when you when you get that with the father the next time it's even more it's even deeper and the next time it's deeper and it gets it just keeps getting deeper and deeper every single time you get in that space yeah well and the other thing is you know for for me as somebody who came to christ at 28 years old there was 28 years of little stinking thinking of you know the the world training me how to how to do things instead of god and in his Mm -hmm. word and my parents you know both christians both went to to church Mm -hmm. we went you know for till we were i think in high school but i was taught by the world the world system whatever you want to call it i had to retrain my brain yes as far as vulnerability uh, but also denial of self and that that's kind of where i'm getting at with this is uh, when we talk about um like paul in galatians <laughs> 220 yeah it's uh that is such a, a keystone verse when it comes to it not being about me it's about him and to make him known mm-hmm. that denial of self I, I think is something that that humans fallen human beings struggle with mm-hmm. even christians mm-hmm. struggle with that yes because it means I'm not the most important thing. Yes. And it's not all about number one. You know, it, we have to kind of change our brain to think mm-hmm. about that. So in that kind of long-winded explanation, denial of self means that it, it has to be less about me and more about him. Mm-hmm. I think, I personally, I think a lot of people struggle with spiritual intimacy because of that key factor yeah. right there. I would agree with that. Um yeah, I mean, we're not, I don't know that you necessarily can teach somebody how to be that, but well, look, we, we we know that that, that way he does not want that. I mean, we know so many people, you know, in this, that, that are Christians and go to church and do all those things that aren't intimate with the Father, you know, and honestly, I mean, how 
Satan's got a pretty good plan. He's not dumb. I mean, now he's just trying to take us all, you know, as many as many people with him. He's already beaten. But to enter through the church and keep people stagnant, lukewarm, like, that's one of the best methods that he could use and do. Because so many of us have missed out on what you're talking about. Society called whatever. He knows what he's doing. But like I mentioned earlier, it's time to be an adult sometimes and realize. But that thing, that's what we, you know, that's where, you know, your, your elders, pastors, you know, leaders have to step up and say, you know what, like, we got to dig deeper into this word. Okay, too many of us are are lukewarm or stagnant. You know, there's not intimacy happening. More people need to teach the word and teach what's in it, and then show us how to apply it, and not just some feel-good sermon, or even the sermons that make you not feel good. I mean, there's look, it's both sides. You know, teaching, and there's a time and a place. I think for those things, you know, because right. look, I've heard some really good messages um, that were exactly what I needed to hear. Was there a whole lot of teaching going on? Eh, probably not. You know, so yeah, I, there's, and that's what I love about where we're at at Freedom is there's four of us that get up there on Sundays and preach, and you get different styles. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's so so awesome, and and too like and we've had this conversation. If you get burned out, you can take a break, right? You know, if you're just not you know feeling, you know, if the Lord's telling his time, okay, like you can step back and rest. You know, and that's what I needed. You know, um, but we gotta dig in and do the hard work. But we gotta ask him for his strength to do it, because I mean we know what happens when we do things on our own; it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you know. But we miss out on the intimacy and the vulnerability because we just won't go do it. Yeah. Some of us think that we some some of us think that we are. Some of us just don't know how to. Right. Some of us just don't want to. Yeah, life's going okay. I'm good. You know. Then there's some of us that are just kind of ignorant by what we were brought up in but we continue to just kind of stay there with that and there's some like no I don't know how to but I really would like to and that's kind of where I'm at like I'm learning how to but it's like eh, I don't know much but like there's something here and yeah. I, I, that's why I love our friendship I think you know I think there's several reasons why he and Whitney ended up here you know one of them was for me like you know Dealing somebody that I've been close with and, and opened my eyes to some things, you know, and then you've shown me, not that I didn't think it was okay to nerd out on some things, but you've shown me like it's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. I, I love <laughs> to, to, to nerd out on some um, on things, and that's what's – but that's, that's the way it's supposed to be, I think. You know, like that's why, you know, going back to this previous one, the spiritual discipline, the, being around – people who are in the word to open your eyes to other things yep. I know who I can turn to now when I have a question about something you know even if I don't agree with it's like what I sent you about Job you and Dylan you know like 
they are the first two I sent you know sent that to. I thought it was an interesting read, but mm-hmm. what are y'all's thoughts on this? Yeah, and I've sent y'all some stuff before that I knew how I thought about it, but wanted to hear different input. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's neat to hear. I just I love I love Dylan. He's just so like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just, eh, it should be this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then uh, it was neat to hear your because you did go to school. You know, for some of this stuff, you know, and so to hear, but I like when I when me and you talk, you can talk. Okay, this is what I've learned. Here's what I was taught, but here's what I've learned. I yeah. like hearing the two different sides that you have sometimes. You know, yeah, I can the, I can give you the academic answer, yeah. or I can give you the real yeah. answer, and I like hearing both. I yeah. think it's very interesting to hear to hear both, but that's also what helps me grow. Um, but then it allows me, I mean, to take it a step further, it allows not just me, but us. Okay, God, here's something that I, that came up. Okay, I'm interested in it. I wonder what it's about. You know, reveal this to me. Show like, you know, like, show me what's truth, what's not. You know, what's the di- deeper whatever. You know what that is? That's vulnerability. Mm-hmm. We're not taught that that is, but talking and asking and getting into a deeper relationship Guess what? You know that the wall starts coming down. And he shows us, he gives us an answer. Guess what? Trust. Trust starts to go up. Faith starts to go up. You know, that's why I love that story. Um, gosh, when the, when the father asked for his son to be healed, but he was like, you know, if you can or if you will, please do it. But I love how he says, you know, please forgive me for my unbelief. Mm-hmm. Because I think we're always taught so much that you got to believe, you got to have faith. Oh, it's easy to believe. But just, gosh dang it, I don't have any faith and I don't believe right now. I know that I should or want to or whatever, but just, gosh, why well, I love that. And I've prayed that a bunch over the last few years. God, please forgive me for my unbelief because I don't have any faith right now. I wish I did. I want to. But God, I don't have any faith in you right now. You know what I learned though? It's okay to pray that. It's okay to tell him. Because it's vulnerable. And that that was me saying, you know what, I know my, I know you're you know what I'm thinking. But if I hold on to that thought and don't tell you, I'm pro- I'm protecting myself. I'm yeah. protecting that thought. Yes, you can see it, but we haven't we haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. But when you say no, I know you know what I'm thinking, but I'm gonna say it now. God, I don't have faith in you. I don't trust you right now. Has he said to me, okay, watch this? No. But he said, okay. That's okay. Come a little closer. And guess what? He showed, he showed me something. Was it some big miraculous thing? You know, it was in the look of a seven-year-old girl as my daughter. <laughs> a very simple just look. God will use your kids to to show you faith and to show you trust. And I get mad at him for it. <laughs> but I asked him to show me something, and he did. It just wasn't how I envisioned it. You know, but when your seven-year-old grabs you by the face, well, at the time, six, grabs you by the face and just says, it'll be okay. Really? Really, God? Like, I felt peace for a minute, then I got mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then I got mad, but then I st- stepped back and said, okay, I asked you, and you answered me. 
you asked me, you answered me in a way I didn't think was possible. You know, that's vulnerability, that's intimacy. And I guess if anybody hears any of this, is when you're in a deep, dark hole and you don't feel right about things and you're angry at God and all that, guess, you know, here's, here's what I want you to tell him about it. Because you will find that he won't turn his back on you. Matter of fact, he'll probably pull you closer. I'm not saying he won't slap you in the back of the head, because that happens too. Sometimes that rug does get pulled out from underneath you. You know, he does that sometimes too. But it's because we need it. You know. But take your feelings, take your thoughts, take everything to him. Easier said than done. But like I said earlier, go get in a room by yourself, sit in the floor, chair, whatever. Thank him for sending the son. Tell him, if you don't trust him, tell him, God, I don't trust you right now. So here I am, because I'm tired, and I'm exhausted, so it's on you now. And you'll find him. And the thing is, he's, he's probably already sitting in that room waiting on you. <laughs> He's usually already there waiting on us. He's just waiting on us to talk to him, to express things to him. That's, that's, yeah, if you get anything from that, just go to him. It, it really is simple. It's not, but at the end of the day, it really is. Yeah. Everything in your mind and your body's telling you, nope, don't go to him, don't do this. Those are just lies that are easily believable. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been there. You know, even us that don't know that we've been there, we've been there. Right. But I think a lot of us know, too, what it's like to just be exhausted. So go to him before you're exhausted. (laughs) That's a lot easier, though. But saying that, you're going to be exhausted at some point. So so just go to him. He's there waiting on you. And listen. Don't do like I do and just keep on and on and on and on and on. Just sit there and listen. Thank you for downloading this Freedom Fellowship Midweek podcast. Our prayer is that this discussion helps prompt you into the Word of God and ultimately a deeper relationship with Christ. If you are looking for a church home, we invite you to check us out this Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. We're located at 990 West Henry de Tonti Boulevard in Tontitown, Arkansas. You can check us out on the web at freedomfellowship.com.